Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Sunday, February 5th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. Today we're talking about The Flash Season 3, Episode 11, titled Dead or Alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get into spoilers, Zach, what did you think of this episode? Uh, yeah, this is a, a very entertaining episode. Uh, I liked it a lot. Flash is hitting on all cylinders for me, so I'm really interested in the storyline. I'm really liking the characters. Uh, they're pretty much doing just about everything right. I agree with you there, and what was cool about this is it's not really a Flash episode. It's um, yeah, The Flash is in it, but he's not the main star of this one, and that's kind of cool. Um, we get to see Barry Allen saving the day, what, 50 sometimes already? So it's kind of cool to see somebody else step up to the plate. And we get to see a lot from Cisco, uh, a little bit from HR, and a lot from Iris as well. And get to see them sort of stand out. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, I think Cisco especially had a really did a really good job in this episode and was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. I'm like more and more interested in the character of HR. I'm really liking what they're doing with his story and like the arc of his character um and this episode definitely adds to that quite a bit yeah i agree with you there um so i guess we'll be getting into spoilers now um the synopsis is hr's past catches up with him when a bounty hunter with vibe powers named gypsy arrives in central city to bring him back to earth 19 to stand trial for his crime it turns out interdimensional travel is illegal on earth on their earth HR surrenders, but when Barry and Cisco find out that HR's only hope would be to challenge Gypsy to a fight to the death, they intercede and Cisco offers to fight Gypsy instead. Yeah, man, he's got uh, kind of a big time crush on her as well. Definitely. <laughs> uh, Cisco kind of goes for any of the the female villains that they go against. Right. Um, not that Gypsy is necessarily a villain, but uh, she is to them in this episode at least to start off with. So that was kind of funny. And they even mentioned that, you know, golden glider before and Mm -hmm. and everything. So that was pretty fun. Yeah. I, I really liked Gypsy's character. Um, and it was cool to see somebody else with five powers. And so I think she would be a perfect romantic interest for Cisco. So I really hope that they do bring her back and maybe they kind of become an item because, uh, I was really interested in her as a character. And then like, especially when they were vibing around when they're fighting and like, jumping into different places like they go to earth two and then when they go to supergirls earth that's pretty hilarious yeah, yeah we, i think we had a quick glance of miss Tessmacher. Yep. <laughs> um yeah th- there's some cool things you can do with the vibe powers but we haven't really got to see a lot of that yet so it was kind of nice to see that expanded on and yeah i like gypsy too i'm curious if she'll be back and when uh but definitely a nice introduction for the character and i'm hoping we get to see more of her yeah. And so the the whole kind of premise, though, that it's like punishable by death to do that, uh, the interdimensional travel um, from HR's Earth. And they just kind of leave that question out there. Like, so why did he do that? Like, why? What was so important that he was risking death to come here? And so that's just added like another kind of layer to HR as a character. And I, I'm really interested in it because I'm I'm not buying that he's just 100 percent goofy and like that there's not some other motive or something behind him. And so it just adds one more level of intrigue and 
it really is kind of like a testament to how creative they are that they keep using this actor and this basically not the same character but he like it's it's a testament to how creative the writers are and how good of an actor he is that he can basically play this character in a bunch of different ways and make it interesting and unique every time yeah and i think they they addressed a little bit why he would want to leave he he said he was kind of a joke and yeah um wanted a fresh start but i don't know if that's all of the story or um i wouldn't be surprised if we get sort of a flashback to earth 19 in the future where we get to see what hr was really like on that earth and why he decided to leave yeah what did you think about uh iris in this episode so i i basically forgot that she was had a job because they never really show her <laughs> doing anything <laughs> um, well yeah they just show her at, everybody's always at star labs it, right. we always forget that they have other jobs they're just hanging out they're drinking coffee in the morning right. and then they're back there at nights fighting crime it's it's almost like they they all just live there together but they they do apparently have jobs they just get up really early to drink coffee together mm-hmm. and then go to work right <laughs> Um, but yeah, she's, uh, it's glad to see her step up her game a little bit as her, as a reporter. Um, yeah, I mean, this whole, the whole, the whole concept right now of what they're trying to do with changing the future kind of gives you a headache. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you know, you, you just think if you change one thing, um, did you really change anything or will time come back for it? Uh, but without getting into that, I'm glad that they addressed at the end barry and wally sort of skipping ahead here but they address that barry saying wally you're gonna be have to be the one to save her because you can get fast enough uh i thought that was kind of obvious from the start of the episode that that's what they should be working on Mm. uh you know what is wally doing at that time in may and so i'm glad they're at least sort of figured that out and are going to be working towards that yeah I, i i would agree with that as well um and I am really liking Kid Flash and Wally, the whole the Wally Kid Flash kind of storyline that's going through this. Like you said, this is this is an episode of the Flash that barely focuses on the Flash at all. It's more about Kid Flash and Iris and HR. Um and I'm okay with that because they've done a good job of setting these characters up and making me care about them and making me care about their each each of their individual storylines. Yeah, I'm really enjoying Wally too. The only thing I mean, somebody needs to tell him to learn how to vibrate his face so yeah. and seal his identity better because that that mask just isn't doing it right <laughs> so he probably shouldn't be posing for pictures yeah, i was with, gonna say probably shouldn't be taking selfies with cheerleaders <laughs> yeah he might want to want to learn how to fix that but i guess the mask is good enough yeah uh so one of the characters that i really like too is julian and um i'm not sure like about how it's it's hard for them to like how they're going to use him because star labs is getting really crowded like everybody is there oh, yeah. all the time and like what is his role because they already have like three or four people who can punch computers and tell you what to do and so far he's just another one of those people um but he is kind of stepping up a little bit as a strategist right though um yeah i will say star labs is getting crowded but he i think he does offer something different from like caitlin or cisco mm-hmm. and he's definitely being set up to be caitlin's love interest and so um, I'm not sure when they'll make that happen, but we'll see. That's normally a, a sure sign that he's going to die. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> based on based on history, but yeah, I sort of liked him. Uh, I really liked him in this episode. Uh, his 
that creates a lot of comedy is <laughs> poor interpersonal skills. Right. <laughs> I see six ways this could you could have done that more efficient. And um, when he t- talks about, oh, she, uh, what is it at the end when when Cisco wins? And he says, oh, she must have been having an off day. Right. And he also, like, uh, t- he's talking about how he needs to prep the medical right. <laughs> the area. He's like, oh, well, for her, because she's going to need it. <laughs> right. Uh, that added a lot of humor. Yeah. And, and that was pretty fun to see. And I, I still really like Julian's character and... Um, curious to see where they go with him oh yeah i really do like him i'm more like trying to figure out how can they use him more because i do like him so much without you know taking away too much from everybody else right because they've got a lot to juggle i mean we sort of haven't seen a lot from joe lately yeah um, because i mean there's just so many characters right now yeah and that was uh one of the things that like i forgot about i don't even remember her name but the the love interest that they set up for joe what's her name do you remember that Cecile? Also, yeah, Cecile. That was like set up, I don't know, like eight or nine episodes ago. And like, I feel like I haven't seen her since then. And then all of a sudden they're just like talking in the office for like 15 seconds. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot that she exists. Yeah, it's, it's just a reminder. <laughs> this is this is still happening. Yeah. So uh, speaking of Joe, like how long is it going to be, do you think, before they tell him about Iris and about the future? Uh, right after it's too late for them. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Uh, most, whatever creates the most dramatic conflict. Um, yeah, I, I'm sure they'll tell him well before the the finale, but I'm sure that's still going to be too late on his account. Speaking of Joe, Iris, Iris really got to. Uh, it was really fun to see Iris talking to Joe, uh, and she she made him think she was looking to have kids. You're right. Oh my gosh, I forgot uh, about that. <laughs> I thought that was an awkward but pretty well played scene by the two actors, uh, and that was fun. Yeah, and then if I had to pick one, like I said, I really like this episode overall, but the one negative thing maybe was, I, I think they've overplayed the Barry and Cisco like drama, being mad at each other for not trusting each other or doing things behind each other's backs thing. I think maybe they've overdone that a little bit and they only do it for like two minutes in this episode and it just, it kind of feels unnecessary, just kind of a little bit of forced drama. But again, like it was just a real, it was a small thing and it didn't really take away from the episode at all for me. Yeah, I, I get what you mean there. Um, first off, I'm curious what Barry's had planned to do with Gypsy. Yeah. <laughs> if she if he caught her, like you can't just send her back to her Earth because then she'll just come right back. And what's he going to do, try to keep her prisoner in the... I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but that was strange. And then, yeah, it does lead to the drama. And I get where Cisco's coming from. But also, he was just talking previously about how he had no chance. Right. <laughs> so, for everyone to act like he had no chance, I, I, he gets upset. I, I understand why he would get upset, but it was just kind of funny. Yeah. So, I talked yesterday about how, what was it, comparing Monel and Wally mm-hmm. and their relationship with the heroes and sort of it seemed like it was the same storyline. And kind of this episode, just to show it's not just Supergirl, um, not a big deal, but the Barry Iris thing kind of seemed like Kara and James. So yeah. Iris was, Hey, I'm a, I can be a hero. I don't have to have superpowers. I don't, you don't get to decide who risks their lives. It just seemed very similar. Um, and you can say I'm reading into it too much and, but I don't think they're big enough to, to take away from the shows, but it's just a reminder that there's a lot of overlap. Yeah, for sure. So what did you think of the final duel? I thought it was kind of weird um, that it was exactly 24 hours later and it was daylight 
when they said that, and then it was dark out. Yeah, I don't. hours later. I didn't even but, notice. I don't. I don't pay attention to that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was funny. But uh, so what did you think of the duel? Yeah, it was cool to see them to fight. Uh, to see two people with vibe powers fighting, vibing each other, um, and like I said before, it was really cool to see them like transporting to all these different worlds and especially going to Supergirl. That that one was just that was hilarious to me. Um, but yeah, I. Like I said before, I it makes me more interested in Gypsy because that was a, this was a really cool fight and like trying to figure out how the mechanics of it actually works and like how they're how two people with vibe powers would fight each other. Um, so I'm hoping they bring her back and maybe not fighting against each other, but maybe her and Cisco teaming up and fighting other people would be pretty cool. Yeah, I agree with you there. All right. Well, anything else on this week's episode? Um, I don't think so. Did we talk about the Legos? Oh no. That was that was kind of it was I'm like torn a little bit about whether it was more funny or more weird because it's like it's it's funny because it's Legos and they use some funny Legos. But it's also like you're also like setting up like we're we're making a little tableau of Iris dying and you're like not taking it seriously because you're using (laughs) toys and you're joking about it. But then later in the episode, they do use it seriously because Barry is like reassuring Iris and like. See, look over there. Look at that those toys we set up. I'm not gonna let that happen. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's uh yeah, it was it was sort of goofy. Um I thought I thought it was kinda of funny to see that it had been set up as just a little fun prop thing. Yeah. The the like the Lego astronaut for Barry and um the other thing kinda looked like armored Batman. Yeah. Batman v Superman. Um but I could never get a real good look at it. Uh yeah. Alright, well next week's episode it's titled Untouchable. Did you see the promo for this? Yeah, I did. It looks... I would not want to be touched by that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's where they came up with the name. Oh, whoa. I didn't even think about that. Uh, yeah, so more ways that Iris can die, but we know she's not going to die, most likely, because she has to die at another time, but hopefully she won't die then. So maybe if she does die now, she wouldn't die later. So really, the future would be changed, and she wouldn't die yeah. later. That's probably the best way to change the future, I guess. Um, <laughs> it's the only way to be 100% successful, but I think that's not what they want to do. <laughs> probably not. Uh, yeah, it looks kind of like a, a another metahuman sort of freak of the week, but it looks like we're going to see more on the, the Barry and Wally training, uh, which looks like it can be pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Although I'm curious, if Wally becomes faster than Barry, should he be the star of the show? I don't know. Maybe he gets to become Flash and Barry gets to become Kid Flash. Ooh. That's what they should have a race for the name. Yeah. It's <laughs> the only way to settle it. All right. Well, that's all we've got for today. Thanks for listening. And we'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. And make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and DCDailyDrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.